What up, y'all? Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch. This is episode 23, and I am your co-host, Courtney. And this is Kiana. Um, And we are glad to be back for another week. Yes. Talk about first, let's just check in. Um, Kiana, how you doing? How you doing this week? (laughs) Courtney, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just in from vacation. Okay. It's a little rough for me right now. I'm a little under the weather, but um, beyond that, I'm good. I'm good so far. I ain't been at work all week. Okay. I would say that, you know, that's nice, but I know that's because you have been under the weather, so sorry to hear that. That's okay. We're sending you all the love. Hope you uh, feel better soon. (laughs) I appreciate all of that. (laughs) And we'll, I guess we'll check in a little bit later about, um, well, no. But I'll say, where was your trip to? I went to Miami. Okay. I went to Miami for five days, bass in the sun. I think um, it really was five days, wasn't it? It was five days. It was a long five days. I am probably three, four shades darker than what I normally am <laughs> <laughs> because before going to Miami, I had uh, spent a weekend on a boat here in Tennessee, and I'm like, I'm peeling to everything, Courtney. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. always the so, worst. All that's happening. How are you? That's How are you doing? I am well. I cannot complain. Um, actually, I have to stop saying that. My, a friend of mine, um, think you know him but i'll save that for another day um a friend of mine when he was in town one time i said something about you know how you just naturally say i can't complain you know like i'm good and he was like yes you can sis you can yeah you should and like that's okay and i was like god damn it you're right like especially because i'm not one of those like people that complain all the time yeah or you know just like a natural complaint he was like yes you can sis let that out i was like god damn it thank you for that i needed that so, all that to say, I could complain, but I won't. <laughs> um, I'm going to go right back around to, yeah, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> right. Because um, that's, for me in in my life, that's, that's not going to do anything. But otherwise, um, things are good. I just got an interesting, I'm about to put myself out there. And I just told Kiana I would say this for the show. But um, I'm trying to do better and be more intentional about my dating life right yes and so my friend recommended this app which kiana knows i'm not really here for the social media apps and stuff like that it's just not my thing like i don't do well with strangers whatever whatever yeah (laughs) but i think this guy pretty much just hit me up (laughs) in the chat to see like a guy that i've never met to see if i would like an app you said what? In the in the app? You're in the app? Yeah, in the okay. app. Like we were messaging in the app. I think he hit me up pretty much to be just to be like, um, will you come to this event? Because I'm trying to have a moving fundraiser. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, is this? As in a date or you just to attend? No. <laughs> to attend. Okay. Like I have not met this man. I'm like, is this? Is this what we do? And this is why I don't like these things. <laughs> like, you know, 
So somebody made a very um, interesting point to me. I, you know, I don't like dating apps. And then recently one of my friends, she suggested I get on an app for like a few months. This was a birthday gift to her, by the way. She said, as a birthday gift, get on this app. So I had saw a few people I know here in Nashville from Nashville on a dating app. Mm. And I was just like, this this triggers something for me because it's kind of like, okay, so let's say me and you were in Cleveland. We would never be on a dating app in our hometown. No. So now I'm curious to know, like, if you from this city, why are you on the app? Why are you having such a hard time meeting people? Like, you should be connected. Right. Right. But I had never right. looked at it that way before. Right. And you know what? I think that's part of it, too, because Columbus is still very close. So, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And even just, I've been here for some time, so it's like... I'm in which has happened like I have seen people on there that I know but don't really know you know what I mean like you yeah, know them yeah. from a distance or people that you do know it's like dang you got divorced like what happened or oh. should you still be married or it's just it's just a lot so I am still like too close in proximity <laughs> to that I just it's just not my preferred way to meet people. I'm just like, I have way too much personality to be behind this app trying to chat with you to get you to understand who Keanu is. Because I just can't type it. You have to experience me <laughs> to get off yes. of me. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and I'm a little different where, like, and that's part of the reason why I, I have tried it was because I am, excuse me, I am an introvert and I'm not as social as I would like to be. Yeah. Or I'm sure I need to be to meet people. So I was like, you know what, Courtney, well, you got to do something because you're not out here in these streets. Um, but I'm about to flip that whole thing around. I'm just about to have to be out here in these streets because this ain't it. <laughs> Listen, this I tell it. myself that too. I was like, you know, I'm not in a position first. I'm not in a position where I think I'm ready to start dating again. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, it's coming soon, but I know that um, I'm going to have to force myself to become available. Like, literally, physically get out the house and become more available to meet mm-hmm. different people. That's going to be a struggle. We should talk about that when we both decide to, you know, get out this house. Yeah. No, I, I have decided. So, when you're ready, you come back and talk to me. I'm going to a paint and sip tomorrow. Yes. Um. So I'll report back on that, but we'll see how that goes. It's already kind of been like a fail a little bit, but <laughs> that's neither here nor nor there. And that is not the topic for this week, but that is how <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing well, girl. All right. Thank you. Um, anyway, so to recap episode 22, which is one that I really enjoyed, we talked about... Um, a journey to wholeness and so Kiana and I just really got to chat about our experiences and just kind of like some of our breaking points or even just pain points or stress points because they don't always have to be breaking points but um moments of release yeah yes. moments of release breakthroughs um so that was a really good topic if you have experience that if you are currently on your journey to wholeness we would love to hear from us so drop a comment um hit us in the dms whatever it may be kiana are you drinking anything today well because i'm under the weather so i have an excuse so because i'm on antibiotics i cannot drink alcohol (laughs) but i'm drinking um a sprite and i'm not even supposed to be having carbonated beverages 
Okay, so that's what we're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on antibiotics. But I'm talking about <laughs> the Sprite, child, that you said you're not supposed to be having. Oh, yeah, I had to quench something. <laughs> I've been in this bed for two days. I got to at least break free just a little bit. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I am actually drinking this week. I had some uh, leftover red wine that I'm finally getting to. Don't ask me how to pronounce it, so I'm not going to give you the name, but I will <laughs> post it. Um, but it is, it's a Portuguese red blend. It yeah. is, it was better when I had it um, a couple of weeks ago, but it's a really dry wine, so. Dry, um, like, I, as in dry as in Merlot dry or Cabernet? Mm, I would say Merlot. Oh, that's real dry. I would say Merlot. Maybe, maybe, maybe just below Merlot. Because it's, it's not, well, right now it feels about Merlot. I take that back. When I first had it, it didn't feel that way. But that was also after a shot of tequila. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that play, played a role. Whatever the case may be, I'm sure I will be buzzed after this because that's what dry rinds do to me. Yes, it does. Um, all right. We have passed the mimosa. We have recapped. Kiana is going to hit us with the uh, quote this week. All right. This quote is from Albert Einstein. <laughs> I wouldn't quote that, though. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, y'all can check that. Fact check it. <laughs> and it says, I love to travel, but hate to arrive. I feel like that's so true. She is listen, traveling. So so should I break in the first topic? Yeah, yes. we might as well start with that one. Yeah, so, we might as well. So this week, well, Cordy and I, we do our fair share of traveling. We're not like travel connoisseurs, but we get out there. Um and so I'm trying to be though. <laughs> girl, what I listen, that I aspire to be job. a world traveler. I really do. I'm I'm working on it. Um so, we wanted to talk about, basically, like, travel etiquette. Um, and that could mean a number of different things when it comes to, like, planning for travel, what you're packing for travel, how you communicate when you travel with other people that you're out with. There's just, it's levels to this shit. So, we wanted to talk about, um, you know, travel etiquette, some of our experiences, and some of the best ways that we find to make our trips work as smoothly as possible. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna let you um kick it off. Yeah. So, what are some of the ways you make it make traveling work as smoothly as possible? No, let me start with this. What's the largest group that you have traveled with? Oh, I think the largest group I've traveled with, and technically, Courtney, you were there too. Um, I, was. <laughs> I don't know if we can say we traveled with them, but it was a whole bunch of us there and it worked out that way because it depends on where you would stay when you get there. But I think the largest crowd I've been with is when we used to go to Hilton Head. Oh, okay. Those are pretty okay. big groups um, that we have. And, and what was it? Is that Memorial Day or Labor Day? Labor Day? Memorial Day. Oh, Memorial my bad. Day. Memorial Day. So every year... You, it used to be this way before they um, switched over to quarters. I mean, semesters. We were on quarters while we were at OU. But um, 
every Memorial Day. Literally, the entire university would pack their bags, if you were so lucky, and travel down to Hilton Head, South Carolina. <laughs> and I know that you remember our trip to the Hilton Head. It was quite event. It was uh, it was funny. It was fun. So I think how many people was that house full of? Maybe like seven, six, seven. No, it was just everybody that was in the car. In the car. Oh, maybe that next year was just a whole bunch of us. Yeah, probably. So I think at most I'm... I've traveled like seven or eight people. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think that's probably my max too. I think that was um, me for my Vegas trip for my 25th, my first time I went to Vegas. I think there were like seven or eight of us. Okay. Seven or eight of us. Yeah, I think that's the largest I've been. Yeah. And those always make me nervous because I always feel like the larger the group, the more potential for it to like... Go wrong. Go right, yeah. (laughs) Go south. Um, And I will say like in the beginning with that group, I won't say... In the beginning, it was just, like, the communication of figuring out dates that everybody could go. Because that was a little different from, like, when we go to Hilton Head, right? Yeah. Because it's a weekend that you already know, like, you're going. Like, those are the dates. But um, figuring out when everybody could go, finding hotels for every... or Yeah, finding a hotel for everybody. And then with Vegas, it's just so much to do in Vegas. Um, but once we got there, it was, like... Because there's so much to do in Vegas, it's like you could really just make it happen. You so was do was every man for themselves, or did y'all have an itinerary? No, we didn't have an itinerary at all. To be honest, um, we just because I think the majority of us had never been to Vegas. Okay. Yeah, the majority of us had never been to Vegas, so we weren't all like, okay, I want to see this and I want to do this. But Vegas is Vegas, so, like, when you're on the strip, like, and you <laughs> stay in a casino, like, you're going to fall into something. All the um, time. And so, Vegas was, like, a little easier, especially as women. Like, we would walk down the street during the middle of the day, and there would be people, like, passing out, like, tickets for later to get into a club later. Like, hey, if y'all get in here before 11, then it's free, and these drinks are, you know, like, happy hour prices or something like that. And so we literally, after that, we had, like, an itinerary because we got, like, four different tickets, like, for seven to eight people, if not more, because they were just passing them out. And we're like, okay, we're going to be at this place by 10, be at this place by 1030, hit this place by 1130 so we can hop and get all these free drinks or free free covers, I should say. So, yeah, we didn't have an itinerary for that. Um, I actually didn't have an itinerary the second time I went to Vegas either, which is probably why it was a... Um, mess both times, <laughs> like mess in a good way. I don't. So. Yeah, I think that that's one thing you. That's a city you don't have to have an itinerary for, because like you said, like as soon as you walk out the door, I mean technically, like you're in Vegas, but like you really in Vegas, like you there. Right. You don't really have right. to, unless you're going to like a show or something, or it's like a say, restaurant yeah. that you want to go to. But other than that, like. You already in there. As soon as you walk outside your hotel door, you're in Vegas and you about to turn up. Yeah. And it's only like one mission to do in Vegas is like turn up. Yeah. 
Well, in the shows, because I will say that the next time I go, I definitely want to, because there were some things that I did want to see, but it was like a very last minute trip. So it didn't get to happen. Like I had fun nonetheless, but like, I really feel like I could go to Vegas once a year. Yeah. Like, and it'd be nothing. Um, But that's just because it's Vegas. Anyway, so what are some things that I guess you do, tips that you do to make sure that a um, trip goes smoothly? Is that what you said earlier? (laughs) Yeah. Um, First off, know the airline that you're traveling on. And I Mm -hmm. mean not like know like whether it's Delta or American, but like know the details and knowing Mm -hmm. that if you fly in Spirit, baby, you got to pay to even check in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you fly in Southwest, know that you get two free bags. So you kind of got to know the perks or what to pay for and what not to pay for in terms of your airline. So I think that's most important for me is to make sure that um, my airlines are the ones that I prefer. So I have like a little limit. So I don't mind flying Spirit or Frontier. I call them Greyhound in the air. Only if I'm <laughs> flying maybe an hour to an hour and a half. Anything longer than that, I'm flying Southwest. Hmm. Okay. Because by that time, I might be choking or something and want something to drink, and I'm not paying $7 for a water or anything like that. And <laughs> Southwest, you get cable. You know, I'm able to watch HGTV on my way to California. It just, it's a more comfortable ride for me. And I've done Delta and American, but I, I personally prefer Southwest. Southwest is definitely up there for me. Like, I have a points account with them and everything. As of late, though, and this is just me being cheap, um, I will say frugal and mindful of my coins, so not cheap. But um, I will, I will do a south. I'm sorry, not a southwest, a spirit or a frontier. A lot of people are not messing with them right now, just because of all of the stuff where people are like their flights have been delayed. This, that, yeah. Third, but, it has not happened to me. Knock on wood. I hope y'all hear that. Um, it has not happened to me. So for right now, I'm still sticking with them. I will say when I took, I think I took Spirit to LA. And that Ooh. was just a really long flight. And I'm not that like, I sleep on the flight anyway. So I'm not worried about no water or nothing like that. <laughs> so I'm good um, for the most part. But... Um, I'm with you though like Southwest is my go-to and so that's where I'm always checking first because a lot of times with Spirit and Frontier by the time you purchase your bags to check your bags and if you're checking in and all of that it ends up being the same price as Southwest with your two free bags right so it's like I might as well pay so I can get my points and convenience and comfort type of thing but sometimes I'm like you know what let me just go ahead and save this coin on the front end and we'll figure everything else out. And Southwest has a pretty good um, credit card. Um, they do. You know, a lot of people can get free flights with Southwest. Um, they just, You just rack up free mileage and you get a lot of free drinks, too, with those drink tickets on Southwest. So I like them yeah. because of the perks that they have. So Southwest is my preferred um, airline. But, you know, in Nashville, we got a new airline called Allegiant. Have you flown Allegiant? I have not flown Allegiant. Yeah, that, um, because they do fly out of Cincinnati. So, I guess it's like a little airline, kind of like a Southwest, or not a Southwest, but a Frontier or a Spirit. It is. I'm supposed to be going, I think, early September to Savannah. 
Girl, okay. that flight, because, you know, to get to Savannah, it's kind of expensive um, to fly into Savannah. But, um, girl, the flight was only, like, $43 each way. Yeah, I've heard Allegiant has really good prices. I have not found them yet, which is why I tend to forget about them. But, now I hear Allegiant is pretty decent, like, really, really decent. So, I look forward to reporting back on that one, but... Um... Yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a test out Allegiant just for the one time. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know how that goes because I know it's a smaller, a smaller company. So, Courtney, I have a question for you. Do, oh, my goodness. Do you prefer to travel in large groups or travel solo or in smaller groups? And what are mm. some of the accommodations that you make when dealing with either, either size crew? Mm. Or like not accommodations, but what are some of your preferences? Like if you were a large group, what's your preference, medium, or just you? I would say my preference is somewhere between just me and medium. <laughs> of course. Uh, right. <laughs> of course. Like, I don't mind traveling alone. And a lot of times, like when I've gone to visit um, one of my best friends, um, Shannon, shout out to Shannon. Um, in North Carolina like and it's been just me I actually didn't mind like the road trip by myself which is surprising because I'm not like I'm not big on driving but the six hours is I found to be my max um and then getting there and it just be just kind of being her and I and then we go out and do our thing you know so a very small group yeah um so I would say my preference is medium but it also depends on the group. So, like, when we went to Vegas, it was, like, a mix of people that knew each other in some form or fashion. Like, like it was for my birthday. So, my sister, my best friend, um, and then Shannon and Deanna. I'm missing a couple. Oh, one of my cousins. So, you know what I mean? So, it was, like, a mix. But they have all known and hung out with each other at some point. So, it was, like, we all knew each other, and it worked really well. I think there was only two other people that um didn't know everybody in the group yeah but it still worked out because you knew at least somebody so if you wanted to go off like so i think there was a point where my sister and her friend were like okay well we done kicking it for the night so we gonna head back you know what i mean right so like enough people where you can go ahead and do your own thing if you wanted to um but enough where like you can have a good time all together but still i would stay in that medium range Gotcha. Okay. What about you? Or was there another question you asked with that? <laughs> no, no, no. That was it. Okay. Oh no, I did. I asked like um we can that could be a part B. That's cool. Okay. Um, so for me, I travel a lot by myself because I travel a lot for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, you know, with with us being an undergrad, you know, my mom moved out of state when we were in school, so that required me to learn how to travel by myself fairly quickly. As, like, like fast forward now, I really don't like to travel by myself anymore. I kind of would like it to be, like, I guess just one other person. Like, when me and Kiana went to Puerto Rico, like, that was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that that was the absolute best. But then when I think about large groups, I literally think what's best for me in large groups is having a very good understanding of everybody who's going because you know you can't we you can't travel with everybody and making sure that Mm -hmm. um 
everybody there is up for a good time and not just out for self. Um, yes. For example, when we all went to L.A., that was a lot of people who met up in L.A., but it was like the perfect storm. It was like the perfect big group of people to be right. in Los Angeles. So, and, and because we didn't all necessarily like travel together, but we traveled to, you know what I mean, like to a destination for right. a reason. Yeah. And that group is also a little different. I was <laughs> like, going to say because... Those we know how to kick it together. together too. Like people, because you know sometimes you get on trips with people. People don't really got a lot of money. Not to shit on nobody. Don't I don't know anybody who got an endless supply of money. Never met them. Um, right. But you know some people are just a little tighter with their money and can only do certain things. And I think that I think everybody was in a position on that trip. They had the opportunity to either save for the trip and know what they were doing, or they were just at a point in their lives and their careers where they were comfortable enough to make mm-hmm. that trip. And, you know, a lot of stuff, there weren't any big, there weren't any issues, you know, on the trip at all. It, it was, everybody was real life adults. Like, we communicated really well. Right. We all knew where we had to be. We all knew what time, you know, commencement started or what time we was going to the beach or dinner or whatever. Like, we just had a good grown-ass time. That was a good grown-ass And if you trip. wasn't going to do something, you just didn't do something. Right. If you like, had too was much a night, I didn't make it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not too much cookie. Okay, so you don't want to. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just can't move, so I get that. Yeah too damn far and i tried to make it i did i put forth especially for me because they know how i get down sometimes but that's because y'all don't be trusting that i know my limits y'all be like come on come on you be lying i think you be lying and i'll be like no i promise you i'm good and then no i should be not battling peer pressure at 31 then (laughs) like but apparently I didn't know my limits either <laughs> in LA. So I didn't make it out and I sat my butt down and everybody out went and had a um good time without me and that was absolutely fine. Yeah. So I think you also have to like know your group too. Like absolutely. that is very important. Like you said, you can't travel with everybody. What are your top three things that you need from your group to have a successful trip? Ooh. Top three things I need from my group to have a successful trip. Um, it depends. Like, if if I am the planner, then I need communication. Like, just tell me because I'm the type of planner. And Kiana and I, I think I think we were just talking about this before we started recording. But like, it doesn't matter like where we are. In life, I'm always going to be considered of the coin. So, again, I'm frugal, and I, I just watch my coins or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, if I'm planning a trip, I'm mindful of that. For other people, like, I'm not about to be like, okay, hotel's going to be $500 a person. Like, right. who does that? Like, and I'm not going to ask you to pay something that I wouldn't want to pay type of thing. So, um, if I'm the planner, like, communication is really big for me because I need you to just say yeah your name on some things like I need to be responsive especially with certain trips like um if you need to get a hotel in a certain time especially if it's like in the summertime when it's busier you know when it's the um peak season those types of things so I just need you to be responsive and like 
communicate with me. Um, I need you to be like laid back. I'm here for an itinerary, but like a structured minute by minute thing is not my thing or at least leave like some room to be like, this is what we could do. It's up to you. If you want to go, you don't have to go. That type of thing because it's not for everybody. And I like for my trips at some point to still feel like a vacation. You know what I mean? Because I don't, unless I am traveling alone, especially if it's for work because of things like that where your day is packed and so you do have to move from one thing to the next. um, I try to make sure that my trips are not like that. Like just go with the flow. Um, And I like for people to be down for like the off the beaten path type of things. I don't necessarily always need to see um, the touristy things. I like to incorporate that, of course, like the sightseeing. But I really enjoy getting the experience of like where I'm going and knowing that city and knowing the local life. Like when we went to Cancun, I forgot about that trip and I'm surprised I have not mentioned it yet. Um, But when we went there, we did like the beach thing, the resort thing, but, and we were staying at a place where it was all inclusive and we actually had access to another hotel so we could eat at two different resorts. Oh, that's nice. Um, but we chose, I think there was like a couple dinners where we chose to just like go into the actual city and get like local food, you know what I mean? And not just be up under all of the touristy things. So being able to go off the beaten path, um, pretty much not too high strong and communication. Yeah. Okay. And I know you asked for three, but this fourth one, because I think about this too and, and like with the significant other, just being willing to just have fun and explore. Yes. Like, yes. I just want to have a good time. Like, we ain't got to be so, like, uptight about anything. Like, let's just do some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just hang out, do some new things, explore some new things. Go zip line, and this will come from somebody that is afraid of heights. But like, let's just have fun. Let's cut loose. Yeah, I feel you. Some. What are your top three? Mine kind of mirror yours. Um, first would be communication. I rather over communicate than under communicate mm-hmm. any day, just to make sure that everybody is where they need to be. Everybody has the, I has a thorough understanding of what they're getting into because it's their money at the end of the day. Like I can't spend your money for you. And so I just want to be as thorough as possible so that I won't go into your pockets and make sure that I'm spending shit that don't belong to me. So I like to give everybody, you know, an idea of what we're doing, how much things are going to cost just so that just trying to be considerate. I know for me, I travel every year for my birthday. I, I did not this current year, but usually every year I have since, I think I was like 23. Um, but I always try to be mindful of people's pockets. Because like, I, I love the fact that my friends love me enough to just hop on a plane. To meet me somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that gesture in itself. And so I'm going to try to show that that love back. And if anything does look a little pricey, you know, I'm going to ask permission before I just go ahead and throw on an itinerary. Like, right. does this work for you? You know, I don't I don't know what you got going on in your life. We all got rent. We all got car notes. Like, I'm just, everybody got goals. I'm just, I don't want to impose. So that's, that's big for me. Um, two, let's see, for the group, 
I think two would be, I like excursions. I think the, mm-hmm. for me, if I'm going somewhere new, I want to try something new. Um, I definitely want to try something new. Uh, like when I was in Miami, even though that wasn't my first time in Miami, but I did try paddleboarding for the first time and that was super cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't want to go to, like, if we're going to a place that we've already been, the least we can do is try something different. Right. Um, and then three, it's probably three and a four. So three, I am becoming more open with my food. And so I always want to try local cuisine. Um, Mm -hmm. And I may not even like it, but at least I can say I tried it. You know what I'm saying? I just Mm -hmm. want to expose myself more because that's a huge part of culture. You know, a lot of people's culture is their food. Um, And then four, I just need you, if I'm traveling with a group, like, you got to be responsible. Be responsible for your own shit. Um, (laughs) don't, don't walk off with straight, don't make me, don't make anybody on this trip feel like they're your babysitter. You know what I'm saying? Uh Um, just being a daughter about it and be responsible, but that goes without saying, but you still got some niggas that like to cut, literally cut loose. Right. And here's the thing too, because for us, it goes without saying, but I just said this in a meeting earlier today, the obvious is not always so obvious. (laughs) So, like, I feel like that does need to be said. And on the flip side of it, like, if I got a buddy, like, and we're good, like, then we're good. If you don't want to go, I'm going to have the, like, I'm grown as well. So I'm not going to put you in a position to have to babysit me either. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me be. Like, and, and I'm very aware of the risk that I am running. And again, that's just me. But I feel like a lot of my friends are confident in that, though, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, it's Courtney. She's good. Like, and she wouldn't go just nowhere with a random stranger by herself. Yeah. Type of thing. You know what I mean? But if Courtney feels like, well, I'm speaking of myself in this manner. I don't know. But (laughs) if Courtney feels like going and getting breakfast by herself in the morning and walking down the Vegas Strip to do that, like, she's good and she'll be back. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to find a bus. I know how to find an Uber. (laughs) Like, we're good. So that's what I mean about, like, not being so uptight about it. But that's to your point of I wouldn't put somebody in that position to feel like they have to babysit me either. So I wouldn't want to have to do that for somebody. Like, But I also don't want to have to be trying to find you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so going back to communicating. So if y'all still knocked out in the bed, I'm going to shoot y'all a text like, hey, I just went to grab some breakfast. I'll be back. I might bring you back a banana or a pancake, okay? Right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, that was a good question, Kiana. Oh, thank you. That was a good question. <laughs> what's, um, what's been your favorite trip or favorite excursion? Ooh, favorite trip or um, favorite excursion. There's so many. There's so many. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to name a few. Um, One that is always at the top of the list is uh, France. Yeah. Petty. Um, That's always going to be at the top of the list. We got to go to a couple of different places on the way for a short period of time. But um, being able to go to... Monaco and Nice and then um, Paris that was a really good trip Um, Cancun is in the top for me but I think that had a lot to do with the group which was interesting because it was a um, 
it was a mix. Um, not everybody all knew each other, but it worked, and we had a really good time. And we talk about that trip to this day. Um, my trips with nineteen oh one, yeah, always are always good. Um, but we have been traveling together <laughs> for some years now, so I feel like we have that we have that down. Um, mm, there's so many Paris, Cancun, any place that I've been with 1901. I feel like I'm missing something and something major that somebody would probably call me out for. But I'm gonna just stop there. <laughs> What's your favorite? Oh, I was trying to think of an excursion, but that happened at Cancun. So, what is your favorite trip? Um, my favorite trip has to be my mentor's wedding in Puerto Rico. I knew that's what you were going to say. That thing, I mean, it literally put Destination Wedding up to the top of my list because it sets the atmosphere for just a good-ass time. Like, every, Mm -hmm. it's your wedding, for one, and then for two, people who want to be there, those are the people who are going to be there. And three, they spend money to get there, which means they on vacation, too, and they trying to get lit. And I went with one other person, I went with my friend Kiana, but we met people who I recently, like, met up with in Atlanta, and, um... Like, been in contact with since going to Puerto Rico. Like, it felt like a big family. The turn up was just so real. And the love was, was so real. And I don't think I've ever had to evacuate an island with people um, for in case of, because a hurricane was coming. <laughs> so, it was definitely a bonding experience. But I think my favorite excursion would be scuba diving in Mexico. Um, okay. That, for me, like, I, I love nature. Um, I'm learning. I did not always think I did because I just assumed I didn't because I was black. But um, I just, I love. <laughs> with you. Seriously. <laughs> just like I assumed that my ass wouldn't get sunburned. But anyway, um, <laughs> I just love being up in the clouds. You know, when, we, when, when you're flying, I just think that God's creations are just so beautiful. And I just love that, you know, I'm able to walk the land and fly in the air. But. To go down in that ocean and see things that I've never seen before, it was breathtaking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I was just like, those are things that humans just don't regularly do. <laughs> and so right. I didn't even know I had a favorite animal until I went scuba diving and I fell in love with this seahorse. It just galloped right in front of me with no fucking legs. And I was just like, I, I love you. That's what I was about to say. Not galloped. <laughs> it did. It galloped with no legs. And so. For me, it would have to be scuba diving in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was the bomb. The absolute bomb. Yeah, I think any place with a beach is always at the top of my list. Oh, for sure. And the people were so... And I think that's that's the biggest thing for me. It's it's the location and where you go, but it's always the people that make or break a trip. Always yes. the people that make or break a trip. And everybody was just so kind and just so open. And we all were just there to kick it. I mean, like, the drinks didn't stop. The whatever didn't stop. Like, everything was just overpouring, and it was nothing but love. It wasn't like, this my drink, this my bottle, this... You know what I'm saying? Like, it was no egos. Like, when you put egos aside and you stop worrying about you... And you just have a good time with right. the folks you with. Like, that's magic right there. That's when magic right. happens. That's a good time. Right. No, I agree. But again, 
that that is why like you know our points of like what you need from the people that you're traveling with are really important because otherwise you won't always get that mix um but no it's traveling is my thing i tell people all the time like and i'm gonna figure this out especially because i have friends that have been like courtney you can make this happen yeah Uh, and this is coming from somebody who loves their job i love what i do but if I could travel for a living, and I'm pretty sure I've said it on the show before, if I could travel and taste food and just experience food and experience cultures and whiskeys for a living, I would do it in a heartbeat. Sign me up. I'm quitting tomorrow. I'm, I'm with line. you. Bottom line. But I don't want to have to write blogs or nothing like that. So I'm really going to have to figure this shit out. If you have any ideas, let me know. <laughs> Have you seen um, this girl? She is of African descent. I forgot what country she's from. I think her name on Instagram is like Catch Me If You Can. Uh-uh. And she's travel. Like I think she has only like fifty plus, like fifty countries to go to before she's hit every country in the world. Like, oh yes, I have seen her. She she's a black woman trying to. Trying to travel, be the first black woman to travel to every uh, country. Yes, yeah, she's mm-hmm. super, super, super dope. Yeah. So I love following her stories, but I, I like just going and seeing other people how they live because too often we be looking around America like everybody look like this or everybody life is like this, and that's that's not true. That's not true. The world is such not. a big place full of so many people, full of so many people in need, and 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 people who still show love like and they don't even know you. Right. And um, it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like the world and- is beautiful. And people that will humble you. That, I will say. Truly. So, when I went to France, I actually did not want to go. I went um, right after my senior year in high school over the summer. Um, and I didn't want to go, but my mother gave me two options to either be in a cotillion or to go to France. I can't. <laughs> and um, I didn't want to wear that big old dress. I of course you did not, girl, Courtney. back then. <laughs> I just wasn't that girl back then. Um, so I chose to go to France and our tour guide, once we got there, like he gave us like tips because you have to remember that we were high school students and I was actually one of the oldest on the trip. Um, he was just giving us tips like the French don't like Americans yeah, and they will be able to spot you. And, you know, and, and that's just because of how we are perceived on the news and some of the, I mean, and this was, oh my goodness, what, how old am I? 33? Whatever. This was some years ago, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Like, 13 years ago. So, like, to imagine the things that we were doing then as as a nation, as a country, to you know, that we were doing then. And, I mean, now, of course, it goes back years and years. But, like, they were just like, they will be able to spot you right away. Um, They don't care for you. But they were also, like, very... And it was very accurate, but they were very real with that. Like, we don't, like, we don't have to speak. But they were so um, connected to their culture and connected to their history. And that was one of the things that I really, really appreciated and which which made me want to connect to my own, you know, my roots even more so. Because, like, you all have that. Like, to see the Coliseum still standing, you know, those, no matter how um, destroyed they were, they were still there. 
over here in America, we will tear something down in a heartbeat. And not like, care um, about it. We right and not care about it. Like it just has no like it has no connection to our history. Um, now some things do need to come down for what they stand right. for. But that's neither here nor there. But just being able to see different cultures from that perspective, especially in places where they're not too fond of us and not too fond of where we come from, um, is very humbling and will give you a reality check. But in some ways, they were still very um, welcoming and embraced you. Like, you know, especially if you were trying to learn, you know what I mean? Trying yeah. to actually experience something. But you really have to get out there. Like, there is so much more than to where you are right now. And that's in your life journey that's geographically like there's just so much more out there than what you see every day i i cannot agree with you more and it just it checks your privilege it does truly and 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 i love that because i and i think you know when i get older and i say this now and i want to start doing it in my trips um actually soon i want to do it for my 30th um but like, when I have a family and we travel, every every time that we leave this place, I don't care where we are, we will do service for one day. You will give back to this place oh, yeah. that you will spend money on. Because a lot of the most beautiful places in the world are really impoverished. And yep. um, I get it that the tourists help the economy, but, like, we can do a lot more when we go, too. So if mm-hmm. we can do it in a safe way, go back and, you know, volunteer for a day or two, like, I, I absolutely feel compelled to do so. Yeah, no, I'm like that too. Like those are those are things that are on my my list of like things to do when I travel. Just like cut out some time for that. Right. So yeah, well, that's our ten bits about you know traveling, having a little bit of decency about yourself when doing so with other people. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just ahead, you have to, and you know if you are traveling and staying with people. I had somebody hit me up recently, and they only gave me, like, a few days notice. Like, hey, girl, you going to be in town this day? And I'm just like, I'm not about to get my house together for you in, in two or three days. Like, you don't know what I got going on. Like, just have a tiny bit of cooth. If you got, got something in the bottom of your purse, feel free to pull that out and just be considerate because. Right. Bring me a bottle. Right. Like, you just you just have to be. Because folks really out here focused on me, find me, and I can't. Uh-uh. No, I respect that, too, because I've definitely been in that situation as well. And when I have been, I have no problem being like, sure, you can. I have plans, you know, So, and I'm not about to, about to change those. So, like, you're pretty much on your own. But if you need a place to lay your head, then if I feel so moved, then by all means, go ahead. But I still got things to do, and I may or may not invite you to them. So <laughs> That's true. Um. So that was travel etiquette or try and travel tips. Um, I'm sure Kiana and I will have more to share on that as we continue to travel. Kiana's doing a lot more traveling this year than I am. Um, so keep us posted, Kiana, on how those go. If yeah, you have I will. A new trip to add to the list, a new favorite trip. I'm headed to DC this Sunday, so. Oh, nice. I finally see the African American History Museum, so I'm excited about that. So I'll definitely let y'all know how that is. Yes. If um, I make it. <laughs> the way this body's set up. We will, we will. We claiming that. Okay, so moving on to the next topic. Um, 
And to provide some context, we were, we meeting a group of my friends um, here in Columbus, we were hanging out, we had a little pool day this weekend, and we decided to have an undercover day party at one of the city pools, so we packed some snacks, we packed some alcohol, um, and we went to the city pool. (laughs) The undercover city pool party. Yes. Um, And it was a grand old time. So while we were there, you know, as girls do, we just get into conversation, and it actually came up because... Um, we were constantly playing, uh, in my feelings, Drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we I'm were either calling each other. You said what? Your anthem? <laughs> he made it for me. When I heard Kiki, oh I said, boy, don't you start with me, Drake. You know, and I actually thought of you, but I'm like, you know what, Kiana, you ain't shit. Because Only a <laughs> so, few people call me Kiki. Only because... quite a few people. I said, Kiana gonna like this song and gonna say it's about her from the person that don't like to be called Kiki. My family but when, don't call but me Kiki, when, though. But when Drake say it, it's for her. Listen, he I got, a, he got a bunch of M's behind his um, income. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Kiki. No. Anyway, so we were calling each other Kiki. We were calling each other Petunia. Shout out to um, Tiana Taylor. Yes. That's her thing. And then sis, that has been like, black women have always said sis, but I feel like it is on a greater rise amongst the African-American community and also amongst the LGBTQ plus community. So like people are saying it all the time, like as a term of endearment. And one of my homegirls that I've mentioned on here before, Martinique, um, I might not have should have called her out. So I apologize, but it's too late. But she was mentioning how someone of the Caucasian race called her sis. And she was like, and I felt some type of way. And she was like, am I wrong for feeling like they should not be calling me sis? And we all turned around like next snapped and was like, absolutely not. Hell no, that's not for her. That is not for her. And so I just wanted to bring that up in terms of Caucasian people, the Caucasian race, or others that feel comfortable, just like when um, maybe the Spanish or Hispanic race, some type of population feels comfortable with saying the N-word. Yeah. Like, some words just aren't meant for everybody. Like, they're just not. And I feel like as simple as sis is, that's still not for everybody. Like, that that does not transfer into my group of white friends. It does not transfer into the workplace. I really just don't think it transfers into the workplace because um, it's not professional. <laughs> it's not. I'm not just this at work at all. So what do you think about that, Kiana? Like, just other races using another culture's terms of endearment or vocab whatever lingo whatever i mean i completely understand why you want to say it because being black is super lit you know what i'm saying it is a very very good time until it is time to be black but we won't go to that extent but 
I think that, you know, too often a lot of people from the Caucasus Mountains don't like to stay in their lane. And it's kind of like, we don't, per, like, it's kind of like in y'all joking, man, and where you just like, hey, buddy, listen, like, you don't really hear us mocking y'all too much. Like, we might do it within the confines of our own homes, but, like, it's not it's not a colloquialism that we use to fit in with y'all because it's just not ours. And right. I just don't understand why is it so hard to just stay in Yo, lane, like use whatever terms that you want, create whatever terms that you want to do and run with those. Some things just aren't for you. And so um, part of me feels like a, a bit every every time I hear about, you know, somebody or an other, well, not even an other, but it's usually just white. When I hear that they feel excluded, I just think that one of my ancestors sheds a thug tear. Like, I live for excluding white people because they don't know <laughs> what exclusion really feels like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you You, you think that you, you feel excluded because you can't say a word? Like, that's not exclusion. I will show you what exclusion really looks like right. on a day-to-day basis. And so, for me, I think it's minor. I think that they're cultural appropriators and culture vultures. And I just think that it's, it's not that hard to greet me as Kiana or as Miss Rivers. You lucky I ain't take to call me Miss Rivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. just don't don't enter into this lane. That's just as easy as it should be. And especially because it's not genuine. No, it's not. Like you said, when you're using it and you're mocking it, like it comes and when you say it, it comes off very like you are trying way too hard and so instead of doing that and instead of putting yourself in that position and making yourself look foolish like your best bet is just to call me Courtney and that's it I actually don't even prefer and this is oh this is one of my things um I don't prefer when people are like hey girl or hey girl hey and mostly at work because it's like we're not actually friends for you to do that with me in no form or fashion like it wouldn't matter what position I'm in and it depends on the relationship because I do have friends at work um most of them that I'm like actually really close to like we were friends outside of work prior to anybody working there you know what I'm saying so that's different because we have a different comfort level and we know each other but to be walking down the hall talking about some hey girl hey we don't actually do that, and it it feels very forced. So I'm gonna need you not, because I will I will look around like who, who, who are they talking to? Like it can't be me. I'm going to tell be. people like just call me Kiana. Literally, just don't try anything else. Even like even our friend Sam, we try to call me Kiki. My name is Kiana. Like I have no problem telling you that that's beyond your lane as well. But for me, I just think that. Um, the only thing that I would give people is if I go in the office and people are like, what's up? If somebody says what's up to me, I literally be like, well, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's about as much as we going to have in common is a what's up because what's up is universal to everybody. So that's right. all I can give you. Other right. than that, hey, sister girl, home girl, uh, none of that. None of, none of that. Right. Which is why I don't like the hey girl because I feel like that comes from us being like with my girls, my sisters, being like, hey, girl, what's going right. on? So don't hey, girl, me, because we're not, it's not that. And like, oh, somebody, this older white woman said to me today, not to me, but like in conversation about something, and she used the bye, Felicia. And I was like, 
you actually have no idea point where out. that comes point from. Point out there. You have no idea where that comes from. None. By Felicia is not just a term to dismiss someman like it comes that from one of the greatest made. movies that ever touched this earth <laughs> right <laughs> like you have no idea where that comes from i'm also a firm believer in not using shit that you don't know shit about <laughs> like if you can't tell me where that came from like you need to educate yourself but you know nobody i had to have a conversation with my director about that and i was just like you know you you have to do research on my community yourself he was like well i just feel like you don't want to be a part of the conversation and i literally told him like it's not that i don't want to be a part of the conversation but it, i'd be damned if that's my job on top of my normal job if you are that interested in the culture then do some research it's not my job to be the expert on black people and black sayings and black movies like i'm not here to do that for you if you mm-hmm. are literally that interested y'all y'all pick up anything else y'all Google anything else. Y'all call the police on anything else. Y'all go to extinct right. now. So go ahead and look this shit up. They will tell you how to braid hair. They'll tell you why my weave is longer yesterday than it was today. It'll tell you why. It, it'll, the internet has it all. I'm not your spokesperson. All of it. So if you are Google that curious hair. about it to see what by Felicia comes from, I urge you to go up there and they're going to pull up a clip from Friday for you. Exactly. And but that's like, not my job. What? And then I'm gonna need you to go watch Friday. And, and you won't even day. enjoy it. You won't even laugh at the right parts. And that's gonna piss right. me off even more. And they would they I bet you they would try to get all sorts of intellectual with Friday. And I'd be like, you done missed the whole point. The Don't fact, ruin a class. I think I'm just gonna be upset that they're gonna watch Friday in silence. And every black person who watches Friday cannot watch it in silence because you need to recite your favorite lines. Always. <laughs> that's with any classic. Always. Like, no. My sister and I were watching Brown Sugar this weekend. Reciting the lines. Oh my gosh. First off, <laughs> my favorite part of Brown Sugar is when Tay Diggs is whispering on the phone. He's like, Sydney. Did you do it? And I'm just like, you are such a child. She was like, bye, Dre. That's when I realized that Tay Diggs was fine. Really? Yeah, I didn't like him in anything before that. Like Stella got how Stella got a groove back. That's when he was all the race to Mars, and I was like, I don't see it. I liked him then. I agree that I liked him more in um, Brown Sugar, but I also liked him in the Best Man movies as well. I didn't like him until the last Best Man movie, and I realized that he was aging better than Morris Chestnut. <laughs> Shut don't get me wrong, Morris Chestnut is still fine, but um, Tay Diggs is yeah. Tay Diggs is doing a mighty good job at this aging thing. <laughs> I can't with you. Mighty good job. I was not the topic, but sure, yes. sure wasn't. I need to sit down. I don't even. <laughs> I don't remember how we got to that. Just that quick. Oh, we were talking about Tay Diggs, and when, oh, Stella got a groove back. No, no brown that. sugar, brown, brown sugar. sugar. Oh, quoting movie lines. There we go. Y'all see how we had to trace all of that back. <laughs> And mess. Kiana's not even drinking. I'm um, not, but I am on meds. That is Pre- prescribed accurate. meds. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. I had something else to say about that, but when we got off on that tangent on Tay, then what about I lost brown sugar? <laughs> no, bitch. The actual topic. Oh, hey sis. <laughs> oh. I'm so mad that she thought that that was okay. Who told her that was okay? 
That's the thing, Kiana. Nobody ever has to tell them that that's okay because that's their privilege. So, so we need to tell them that it. it's not okay. Yes, we do. We do. I'm In sorry. one way or another. And I don't. I just feel like I don't have to be polite about it. No, it's not yours. Like why? Why do you steal everything that you put your eyes on when it comes to this land? When it comes to these opportunities? When it comes to every stop stealing shit, girl. They don't just know renowned how to. thieves. <laughs> they don't know how to at all, at all. But bottom line is, yes, you're right. Stop stealing stuff that doesn't belong to you. I gotta work on my cussing, y'all. Next podcast, I really want. To not say one curse word. Yeah, I feel like you don't even curse that much on the show. I do. I feel like I do the cursing. No, Courtney, there was one time I had to tell Douche to edit out a whole bunch of Fs. I was was letting all the Fs go. He edited it out? He didn't. I was about (laughs) to say, he does that? Let me know. Put a little bleep in for me then. I really wanted them to. I was going, ouch. I was going off the handle. Like, I don't know. My mouth really is bad, though. Somebody said they listened to the podcast, and they, they sent me a DM on Instagram and said that the way I cuss, I would make too short blush. Wow. And I said, <laughs> I need to get my life together. Wow. Yeah. I'm maybe a work in progress. Ever, maybe I don't ever realize it because I'm just used to it, but I feel like I do a lot of cursing, and... Maybe that'll be a goal for both of us. I don't I don't foresee that for the next episode. <laughs> Even though I don't know what that topic is gonna be. But right. I will I will make an effort at some point and I will make that same announcement like I'm gonna try this entire episode to not curse. I might catch amnesia. So we don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm 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 gonna try not to curse. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yes, we will. All right, well, that wraps up the topics for this week. We hope you all enjoyed per usual. Um, we are now going to get into our tips. Oh, great. Are we going to have the same tips? Or are you going to have a different one? No, <laughs> let's just let's make, it a, let's make it a unified tip. <laughs> I thought you might say that by your reaction of, oh, great. <laughs> Because I knew it was well, something I was supposed to be gathering real quick. It's okay. Uh, well, hopefully we can have a unified brunch spot because I don't have one. <laughs> okay. So, our tip this week. I am so excited. <laughs> our tip this week goes out to a fellow Bobcat. Her name is Jasmine. I won't give her full government. Well, yes, I will because we need to um, specify. But her name is Jasmine T. Rowe. Um, and she gave us our first piece of merch. Yes. So shout out to Jasmine and Crown Royal, actually. She sent me a DM maybe a week or two ago, which is like, I listened to the show. I've heard you guys mention, um, Crown Royal several times. So she had a little piece of, um, personalized merch made up for us. So she, uh, Got one of the green apple, crown royal green apple bags personalized for Kiana and I and put our names on one side and then put Bitches Love Brunch on the other side. The cutest. Thank you. That was so nice. So she gets a 100% tip for that. Her and crown royal goes to both of them. Thank you, girl. Um, So shout out to that. Our Our first little branded gift. 
I was, um, we were really excited when we received them in the mail. So shout out to you, 100% tip. Um, yeah, and that's it. Since Kiana does not have, or no, I take that back. That was since that was our tip. I was about to say. <laughs> Kiana is now going to share our brunch spot that I've probably never been to. Go okay, ahead. so it's not brunch, but it is a good restaurant. I didn't do I didn't do brunch while I was in Miami. I don't think I was awake in enough time. Um, <laughs> but I did check out this Cuban restaurant, um, and actually the name is so funny. It's called Las Vegas Cuban Cuisine. Huh. It's in Miami Beach. Um, and so I went with my cousin. My cousin is a chef and eventually y'all, we gonna have to get him on the show to talk about this food because it's off the chain, but my cousin's a chef. So he, um, he doesn't make, like when I go out to places, he doesn't allow me to be basic in terms of my food ordering selections. So I got the oxtails, the um, Cuban oxtails and my, I mean, it was orgasmic in my mouth, Courtney, like these oxtails were so good along with these deep fried sweet plantains oh my gosh Ooh, yes it was, it was amazing like i felt you know i really felt like i was anthony bourdain i kid you not every time we go out to dinner i was like are we about to have an anthony bourdain experience and he's like yes, yes. Uh, so if you're in miami in miami beach not south beach miami beach go to las vegas cuban cuisine um and kumar that's my cousin's name kumar he also had the leg of lamb and I had never had lamb before. What? Child. No, was it lamb? Was that a lamb leg? No, I have had lamb. But this, Courtney, I got to see you a picture of this. It was, it was very different. <laughs> oh, um, goodness. Oh, that's it. That's a leg of lamb. I've, I've had lamb chops. I haven't had a leg of lamb. Um, yes. But it, it was everything. And then some, like, my cousin, he eats like a king. Not mind you, he cooks like one too, so he can do that, yeah, all the time. So yeah, that check out that place in Miami Beach. Um, oxtails are and lamb actually. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Oxtails are one of the things that I had when I went back to meet for my little four month break. Did you? Yes, honey. I when I tell you, I told you I was trying to eat everything on the list and i hopped my little self up one saturday afternoon and went to um one of columbus's best uh jamaican spots it was actually on the food network okay and mm, i like i can taste them in my mouth right now but yes i love a good oxtail so girl the skin was i mean the meat was just falling off the bone don't do it all right so that <laughs> that is our brunch spot for the week and our tip for the week um i think that is it Keanu, oh wait i got a shout the- out okay sorry shout out to sweats and suits apparently i was a guest on the show it was an impromptu phone call <laughs> and um they put me on the show so shout out to our homeboys at the sweatsuit podcast so y'all go check them out on itunes and soundcloud they funny they funny as shit if nothing they else are. they are pure clowns they i mean in the most respectful way as possible but they but are they know silly. it they know it so yeah. I was also, a if guess. you were at the um, live show in Cleveland, they were the. Did they go right before us? Yeah. Did they? Uh, 
I think so. I thought seventy two and ten were uh, before us. I think no, they opened up. They opened. Just joking, they opened up. So if you were at the live show in Cleveland. Um, they opened up, so you already know. And um, sweats and suits, why y'all ain't call me? We still friends. <laughs> Girl, because Seth, Seth know how to get under my skin. You right. Actually, you are absolutely right. Seth definitely right. knows how to get under my skin. went at it. Oh, my goodness. You would think that y'all were friends for years. I tell him, I was like, you like the big brother I had never met. <laughs> you get on my nerves like I my had. brother, like. Literally like a big brother. That's the homie, though. Nah, yeah, they're cool. All right, Kiana, you want to hit them with the uh, social, social media. media? So, um, get active. Get to chatting with us on Facebook and our Facebook group called Bitches Love Brunch. Follow us on Instagram at bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch. Um, get active there. Send us some DMs. Send us some questions, y'all. Um, and don't forget to follow us on iTunes where Bitches Love Brunch and leave a review and find us on SoundCloud as well at Bitches Love Brunch. Also, um, don't forget to tag us in your brunch pictures. Yeah. Let us know where you guys are brunching at as we um share our brunch spots with you. Let us know where you're brunching and if you try out any of our brunch spots that we mentioned, let us know and let us know what you think. Yeah, I am gonna brunch in DC, so you can you can make sure you have that. that. I will brunch in DC. Okay. I'm so yeah. About what I'm doing and seeing if I'll be brunching this weekend. So hopefully I have something. All right, y'all. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks. All right. Bye. <laughs>